Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm going to be bringing you guys my mid-round wide receiver targets. These are guys that I'm looking at after around the fourth round towards around the eighth, ninth round, the middle of the draft. These are the wide receivers that I'm going to be trying to get in all of my drafts, the guys that I'm really heavily targeting because I believe that they have talent to far exceed their ADP. So let me know down below before the video even begins who your guys' mid-round wide receiver targets are. In this video, I'm going to give you guys three guys. In the future, there may be even more guys in a video just like this because right now we are only in May and there's a bunch of months left until August when we have our actual fantasy football draft. So let's get into it. Mid-round wide receiver targets. Now, my first guy is going to be Robert Woods of the LA Rams. Last season, he finishes wide receiver number 14 in 2019. 15 games played, 11 games started, 90 receptions on 139 targets, 1,134 receiving yards, and only two TDs, 64th in the NFL. He put up 1,000-plus receiving yards, almost 100 receptions, and only scored two fucking touchdowns. That is unheard of. I think that in 2020, Robert Woods has a much better season in the touchdown category for sure. Now, there are reports that seems like Cooper Cup might get his ass shipped away from the LA Rams. The LA Rams owe so much money to like a million players. That's why they got rid of Gurley. That's why they restructured Jared Goff's contract. So it's entirely possible that Robert Woods could be the number one wide receiver option on the LA Rams if Cooper Cup is gone. Now, there's also a 100% shot that Cooper Cup is there, and it's Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. But I'm going to be honest with you, I see this as a 1A and 1B situation. Now, Brandon Cooks got his ass shipped off to the Houston Texans. So now it's going to be Robert Woods and Cooper Cup in that system, as well as Tyler Higby, the tight end, because of how great a late season he had. Now, Robert Woods' season really was just like Derrick Henry's two years ago, where the first half of the season, the first, the majority of the season, Robert Woods was shitting the bed. He was playing god-awful, and then the last half of the season, this guy's stretch was unreal. The reason why he finished his wide receiver number 14 is because he went so hard later in the season. They decided to go with a new type of game. Plan a new type of system that Sean McVay developed because the original system just wasn't working, and Robert Woods was getting peppered Salt Bay style with targets from Mr. Jared Goff. So I see no reason why Robert Woods wouldn't have a repeat like the back of his season, but the whole season because Robert Woods is a very talented wide receiver and he is the wide receiver number two on the team. Cooper Cup is just going to also get a bunch of targets if he is there because Jared Goff just loves dumping the ball his way. Now with Cam Akers and a more likely to run type of system where they may actually be able to run the ball because Todd, they're not worried about Todd Gurley dying when they handle the ball. I think that Robert Woods is going to be in a very, very good system. The Rams last year were not very good. And I think we saw later in the season when Robert Woods was really lighting it up, how the team is going to be playing in 2020. So that's why I'm buying in to Robert Woods as a guy that I like to target in the middle of my fantasy football draft. Let me know down below in the comments what you guys think about Mr. Robert Woods. Now, the next guy to talk about here is, as one of the announcers called him, DeCath Metcalf, DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. Now, if you guys can think of DK Metcalf, think of, just think about him, and it's going to be that picture of that guy without his shirt on. Dude is huge as fuck in comparison to these other huge motherfuckers. He is a wide receiver number 33 last season in 2019, but there is no goddamn way he does not finish inside of the top 
25-26 for me. Wide receiver 33 is far too low last season because I just don't think he was getting it, getting the ball as much early as we saw towards later in the season. And he played 16 games. He only started 15 games, 58 receptions on 100 targets, 900 receiving yards, 7 touchdowns, 13th in the NFL. Now, there's going to be some worry with DK Metcalf. There's going to be those stat rats who are going to go ahead and tell you, oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Russell Wilson has never had a two uh, wide receivers who got over 1,000 receiving yards since X amount of years ago. It was like eight years ago when he did that. And then you're going to get confused. You're going to be thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't go with him because of that fact. Who gives a fuck, all right? Tyler Lockett's getting up there in age. Tyler Lockett has been very, very, very injury prone. He's kind of been banged up the last couple of seasons. So I think that DK Metcalf is down Pat going to be a wide receiver who you need to target. He is going to be a guy that is the wide receiver two on the team who is the potential to be the wide receiver one. He is that downfield stretcher. He's that kind of guy who if he scores, I wouldn't be surprised if he scored seven to ton t- 10 touchdowns next season. And if he's just reeling in more balls, he got 100 targets last year, say he goes from 100 targets, maybe he just gets up a little bit more and he gets 110 and he catches the ball 80 times. 75 times just has a better catch percentage compared to last season. I see no reason why DK Metcalf is not a bigger target on people's draft. Now, I understand there there are some cons with DK Metcalf. The team does like to run the ball with Chris Carson and a variety of other backs that they have around him, but at the end of the day, I think that DK Metcalf is just too valuable of an offensive piece for the Seattle Seahawks for Pete Carroll to not just chew his gum and think of some play designs to get the ball to the huge freak of an athlete, DK Metcalf. I think that this season, DK Metcalf, like I said earlier, could finish as a top 25 guy, top 20 guy, and he's a guy that's going much later than where you would want or then to where you would want to get him. He is going right in a spot where it's so hard not to pick him. There are some other talented wide receivers around him, but I think that he solidifies himself as his own. He's a guy that Russell Wilson very heavily trusts in the end zone, and there's not a lot of guys in the league who are those touchdown threats at the wide receiver position who you can pretty much pencil in for six to ten touchdowns every NFL season, and DK Metcalf was a rookie last season. Most guys improve from their rookie year on in the NFL and especially learning from a great coach in Pete Carroll and a great court having a great quarterback in Russell Wilson I think that there's no way DK Metcalf doesn't grow as a player there's no way he can grow as a person because this guy is already an absolute brick fucking wall of a human so I just think that DK Metcalf is going to have a great season this year and he's a guy that is kind of being slept upon now he's not a sleeper to me because he doesn't go late enough for me to categorize him as a sleeper, but he does go in the middle rounds, and there's so many guys that go around him that just aren't as talented as him at all. Some people might pull the trigger on a guy like A.J. Green, who's not even going to fucking play, likely, half the games this season, instead of drafting a guy like D.K. Metcalf, who to me is a very, very safe option. So, again, I ask if you guys could let me know what you guys think about D.K. Metcalf down below in the comments while you're down there. Please click that like button. So my final guy, I said I was going to give you three wide receivers for this video, is probably my favorite 
on the list, if I'm being honest with you, and that's Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons. Wide receiver number 27 in 2019. He finishes wide receiver number 27, uh, 27, I should say, in 2019, only playing 13 games. He only started 10 of those games. A couple of those games were without Mr. Matt Ryan. So 63 receptions in 2019, 93 targets, 866 receiving yards, 7 touchdowns, 13th in the NFL. I see no reason to think with Calvary as well that he won't be scoring those touchdowns because as we all know, Julio, when he gets near the end zone, just forgets how to catch the ball or Matt Ryan just doesn't see him because this guy, that guy never scores touchdowns. But Calvin Ridley is a very, very safe play. We saw last season him really make that breakout type of year into the league. Now, he didn't put up like... 90 catches and over a thousand yards, but he played much better building upon what he did the year prior. So I think that Calvin Ridley is going to be a guy that I am really targeting a lot in this draft. The offense looks literally the same as last year, except for they get a better running back in Todd Gurley. No matter what I think about Todd Gurley, he's better than fucking Devontae Freeman, even though they're both probably equally as injury prone. They bring in Hayden Hurst to replace Austin Hooper, pretty much just getting Austin Hooper light, the younger version, to be their tight end. And I think that Mr. Matty Ice wants to win another goddamn Super Bowl, or win a Super Bowl, not another one, because he actually choked away one to the Patriots, win that Super Bowl before he retires. And the Atlanta Falcons are always one of those teams who you think on paper might have a good defense. You might think, oh, the Atlanta Falcons, they made some moves in the draft. They did this, they did that. Here comes a brand new Atlanta Falcons team on defense. And you know what happens? That defense just absolutely falls apart. They, it's like the Kool-Aid man just jumps straight through the wall, tears down that wall like Gorbachev. And I think that Calvin Ridley is an amazing asset to own on your fantasy football team. Talking about the draft, they didn't draft any wide receivers, any guys to compete with Calvin Ridley. And Hayden Hurst is probably going to do exactly what Austin Hooper did, if not maybe slightly worse. So there's still a lot of targets for Calvin Ridley to be had. And I think if Matt Ryan retains a very healthy season where he doesn't end up getting banged up and don't have to bring in a backup quarterback, Calvin Ridley should be a safe guy. Now, I understand he only played in 13 games last season, but he's not a kind of one of those guys who I would tout as injury prone, one of those guys who I'm worried about their ACL just collapsing when they tie their shoes. So Calvin Ridley is a guy that I'm definitely sticking my flag onto to draft in the middle rounds of my fantasy football draft. So let me know if you guys ended up enjoying this video. If you enjoyed, make sure to leave a comment down below and click that subscribe button down below or on top of me right now on the screen. Check out the video above me, the video to my left, and the video to the top left. Please click that subscribe button because, like I said, guys, I'm bringing content every single goddamn day. And we're going to be kicking into gear soon where there's multiple videos every single day. And I don't stop making videos until the NFL season is over. So I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a great rest of your day and make sure to stay safe inside. I'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another great video. Goodbye.